Oh my goodness. Oh, I am so looking forward to this this morning. Good morning to you. Uh, give me just a second, guys, as I am uh, getting us prepared for today's lesson. Ultimate Mage LLC, good morning to you over at uh, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, and also YouTube Live. This is the New Black Wall Street Book Club, uh, where we um, come together, continue to read and learn uh, from our history. So we're going today through the book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. And uh, what I'm doing now is I am just uh, doing what I would ask you to do as you're connecting, hit that like button, that share button. So I got to send this to a couple places and we'll get right into it. Now, uh, today we're going to be covering uh, the intro into chapter three and then also a, a black history icon by the name of Mr. Um, S.B. Fuller. And I am super excited um, to share this with you today. Um, as I was reading about this brother, it reminded me so much of me. And so today we may actually uh, go a little bit longer than normal, just because I want to make sure that you get something out of it. It's not going to just be a reading today. It's going to be a teaching. <laughs> How about that? Because I this brother here reminds me so much of me, and I hope that you get something out of it today. So give me just a second. While you guys are connecting, let me know exactly where you're connecting from, what city, what state. Uh, as well, I always like to know just how far we're reaching. We're broadcasting right out of here of our ERGJ studios here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Decatur, Georgia, Decatur, where it's greater. Like to know where you're connecting from this morning, uh, what city or state, rep your city. Uh, this is New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. You put in a book, we absolutely will find it. And I'm telling you, uh, we are on to something here, as I've read uh, about SB Fuller and as we uh, as I look more further into his uh, his life, uh, a brother by the name of Joe Dudley, uh, who is of Dudley Products, um, they had a they had a they had a Fuller Dudley Mastermind book club group, and I'm saying to myself, oh, I, I didn't I didn't realize that that was going on, but they were doing it, and they are obviously millionaires and billionaires, and that's what we started here as well. And so we'll talk to you guys about that book club. Uh, or about the book club that you can join today, which is the Black Billionaires Club, which is the New Black Wall Street Book Club. And so give me just a second. I'm almost done. I, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to share. Good morning to you over Facebook Live, Instagram Live. Dudley was, oh, was he? Where you at? You and what? Dudley was in your shop, man. You got to ask him about SB Fuller. Now, let me tell you, um, I have not been able to find much information <laughs> on SB Fuller. You look up in the Amazon, uh, Google, it ain't a lot. So uh, I am, uh, oh my goodness. Oh, I just, I just, oh, right, let me, let me, let me finish this. I just can't wait. I just can't wait to get started today and share with you guys some of the things I learned. Good morning to you, Miss Bethany Rucker. Nelson Hughes is up in the house. Miss Phyllis, good morning to you. Ella Webb Weaver. Good morning to you. Waking up early in the morning. Early birds. Get the worm. It's time to get this show on the road. This is New Black Wall Street Book Club where black folk, yes, S.B. Fuller. Everybody put that console. S.B.Fuller. Look this brother up. I feel cheated. I, be, I felt like, man, was I asleep during Black History Month when they shared information about this brother? Well, hey, we're going to learn about him today here on New Black Wall Street Book Club. You know what time it is. Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new. 
black, new, new black Wall Street book club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and we'll never give it up. <laughs> Literature is for the masses. Where to put your money down and how to watch your assets. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New black Wall Street book club. You should come read with us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. Yeah. We all just come together. There's no limit for us. <laughs> All right, my beautiful people, man. Thanks so much for tuning in again. It's New Black Wall Street Book Club. Black folk do read. You put it in a book, we absolutely will find it. Reading Rainbow 2.0 with a purpose. And our purpose is all about personal development and business development. Last night we had our personal development master personal development mastermind session uh to shout out to all those who actually tuned in have joined the club and were a part of it last night matter of fact if you're joining with us here this morning go ahead and share a quick thing what was your takeaway from last night's personal development session this is where we actually dive in not just get the knowledge but learn how to apply that which we have read into our lives and here's what i want you to understand that whatever it is that you are going after and you're deciding to do if you could do it by yourself, it would already be done. That's right. Let me say it again. If you could do it by yourself, it would already be done. So what we are doing, we are, uh, we are corralling and bringing together brothers and sisters who are serious about success. And number one, we're learning how to change the way that we think. And then also we are changing the results that we get out of life. And so I want to invite you to join the New Black Wall Street Book Club. It's, it's an investment. It's a $10 per month investment. For you to connect with us on the personal development side and also the business development side tomorrow thursday we will be having our business development mastermind meeting so if you're saying hey i i am glad i'm glad you got something going on i realize that this is something that successful people do i want to be a part of this i want to invest ten dollars into my development and be a part of brothers and sisters coming together and making a change and a difference well you can do that just inbox us and let us know that you're interested in joining the new black wall street book club uh, today's episode is sponsored by ERGJ Black Bazaar. That's right, ERGJ Black Bazaar. They do have Black History Activity Books. That's right, Black History Activity Books. And this is just one of them. Uncle Malcolm. Uncle Malcolm. He has an activity book. It's a brother out of the UK who put this together, Black History Activity Books. Only $10 for you to get. We do have other characters available. And then you can see where, the, uh, where your children or you will be able to write, color, draw, connect the dots and learn about the history of Malcolm X. So it's a great way, a great tool for learning and activity, Black History Activity Books over at ERGJ Black Bazaar. That's www.ergjblackbazaar.com. We just added them to our store. Go ahead and pick you up an activity book. Uncle Malcolm, Uncle Martin, Uncle, Mar uh, Uncle Garvey, Auntie Harriet, pick you up a Black History Activity Book today. Now, uh, if you are a business and you want promotion through this show, you can inbox us and let us know about that as well. We'd love to promote for you as long as it matches what we do. Uh, and then also, if you're an author and you're saying, hey, man, I, I'm having a tough time getting my book out there. You want us to review review your book and see if it's something that works for what we do, uh, then go ahead and let us know about that as well. But I, we want to get right into this thing today. I'm telling you, I'm so excited. This is going to be a lesson. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Let people know that we're here. Make sure that you also subscribe to uh, whatever platform that you're on, whether it's Facebook, 
Instagram or YouTube, make sure that you su subscribe so you know when we go live. This broadcast is 8 a.m. every day, and this is our public offering, our service to the public to let them know that we have something special going on, and I want you to know that you've got something special as well. We've got something special going on, and you got something special as well. We're going through the book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough, A Guide to Success for Black Americans. We are now into chapter three called Desire. Everybody put in the comments below, Desire. Desire, the starting point of all achievement. And I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this show. Today's episode, you don't want your friends to miss today's episode because you're going to learn about a brother who had a, who had a strong desire to be rich. <laughs> me for Eric, let's get this thing on show, man. The intro, a few uh, quotes. One from Marcus Garvey says this, some of us seem to accept the fatalist position, the fatalist attitude that the creator accorded to us a certain position and condition. Therefore, there is no need to trying to be otherwise. Norman Cousins says this, no need, no one need fear death. We need fear only that we may die without having known our greatest power, desire, the starting point of all achievement. Now here's the deal, guys. If you don't have a desire to be rich, you simply won't be rich because that's not a desire of yours. You don't have a desire to build business or have a, be an entrepreneur. You simply won't be an entrepreneur because that's not a desire of yours. So desire is the starting point of all achievement. In everyone's life, there comes a time. I like that. There comes a time of ultimate challenge, a time when all our resources are tested, a time when life seems unfair, a time when our faith, our values, our patience, our compassion, our ability to persist are all pushed to the limit and beyond. Some have used such tests as opportunities for growth. Others have turned away and allowed these experiences to destroy their hopes. Have you ever wondered what comprises the critical difference in the way we respond to life's challenges? Society has been fascinated by what triggers us to behave the way we do. We would all like to know what sets certain men and women apart from their peers. You may have heard the story of the dehydrated man in the desert who is weak, sun-worn, and exhausted. And after spotting an oasis miles away, some of his unknown inner reserves in an effort to reach his goal. Obviously, those who stamp their mark in this world are men and women who are motivated by the desire to achieve. The desire to achieve. Unless you want to taste the true riches of life, health, love, freedom, and prosperity. You will forever be among those who have tried but remain by the shoreline mired in their failure. You must desperately want to succeed. Desperately want to succeed. You must be consumed with the encompassing burning desire to reach a definite objective. You must be obsessed with an overwhelming urge to win. How many of you guys wake up each and every day with an overwhelming urge to win? And whatever platform or whatever industry you're in, an overwhelming urge to make a sale, an overwhelming urge to find a new client, an overwhelming urge to coach a new, uh, a, a, a new client, an overwhelming urge to win. 
when Julius Caesar landed in his army in England, he was determined to take no chances of a possible retreat. He wanted to show his troops that their invasion meant victory or death. So he burned his ships before their eyes. His objective was not a hope or a wish, but a pulsating desire that transcended everything else. That day we sailed westward, which was our course. When the legendary words that Columbus jotted in his journal day after day, hope might rise and fall, terror and dismay may seize the crew, but Columbus, undaunted and resolute, pushed due west and nightly added to his record. Napoleon knew there were plenty of great men in France. However, his adversaries failed to recognize the might of the steadfast desire that was to ultimately shape a new and glorious Europe. It is impossible, said a staff officer when Napoleon gave orders for a daring plan. Impossible, replied the great com 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 commander. Impossible is the adjective of fools. Impossible is the adjective of fools. Many leaders in their march into greatness have burned their bridges behind them, cut off from all sources of retreat. They left their troops with one choice, either win or die. How many of you guys got a win no matter what type of attitude? I either win or die. Uh, Will Smith said, he said he get, when, no one's going out, out, to beat him on the treadmill. He's either going to win or die. A burning desire is the real source of genius. We face life with only two options, either move or be moved. Everybody put in the comments, though, move or be moved. I know a good brother got a t-shirt and said, you either own or be owned. Two options. The battle-tested and determined individual will stand out from the crowd. The subsection. The man who desired to be rich. Again, this is what I've been waiting to get to and share with you guys today. I, 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 Part of me is like, where the hell was this story when I was 20 years ago? But nonetheless, we got it today. The man who desired, how many guys are out there you desire to be rich? It's a desire. It's an overwhelming urge. It is a burning obsession. Every day you wake up, you say, man, this is where I'm headed. And you got a number. You got a, you like, this is the number I'm headed to as well. Hailing from humbling beginnings, S.B. Fuller was once identified as one of the wealthiest black men in America. In his long life, Fuller owned businesses throughout the country. A fearless believer in individual initiative, individual initiative, he denounced welfare as the enemy of motivation. He denounced welfare as the enemy of motivation. Fuller dedicated his life to achieving his dreams and helping others realize theirs. He lived by the phrase, nothing comes from doing nothing. Nothing comes from doing nothing. Fuller was born in Ouachita, Paris, Louisiana in 1905. <laughs> the oldest of eight children raised by tenant farmers. He was driving mules at age nine and quit school after the sixth grade. By the time he was 17, his father had left and his family had moved to Memphis. For the next several years, he struggled to make ends meet as he drifted from job to job. How many guys have been in that position? Drifting from job to job, struggling to make ends meet. And he, this was back in the early 1900s. 
Something was gnawing on the inside. Why are some people wealthy and others poor? He constantly thought. Unexpectedly, he found his answer in his mother's dying words. We shouldn't be poor, SB, the frail black woman said on her deathbed. And don't let me ever hear you say it's God's will. We're poor only because father has never developed the desire for anything else. It was his mother, among all influences, who refused to accept this hand-to-mouth existence, though it was all she had ever known. Fuller's, let me ask you, oh my goodness, let me ask you this. How many of you refuse to accept, refuse to accept hand-to-mouth existence? Man, oh Lord, though it was all she ever known, Fuller's dying mother knew there was something drastically wrong with the idea that her family, living in a land of plenty, was barely getting by. In a split moment in time, her son became the sounding board and the recipient of her years of wisdom. The few words passed on to him became deeply ingrained in his mind. Almost immediately, they changed his life. Fuller wanted to become rich, and his goal soon became an obsession. Let me ask you this. What is it that you desire? And has what you desire become an obsession? How bad do you want it? There are important rules that governs the principle of desire. The rule states you can be, have, or do anything that you want if only you want it bad enough. In other words, you must eagerly long for something, not a mere wishing or wanting, but a fierce, eager, consuming hunger that knows no defeat and demands satisfaction. Just as the great oak, as an embryo, sleeps inside the acorn, success begins in the form of an intense desire. Out of a strong desire grows the motivating forces that cause men to embrace hopes, initiate plans, develop courage, and stimulate their minds to action in pursuit of a definite plan or purpose. There's nothing behind desire except the impulse through which it may be transformed into action. Anyone who is capable of stimulating his or her own mind to produce intense desire is capable also of the achievement of that desire. Though no one in his family wanted to be wealthy, S.B. Fuller conditioned his mind with such intensity that he was compelled into action. Let me say that again. Though no one in his family wanted to be wealthy, S.B. Fuller wanted to be wealthy. And he conditioned his mind with such intensity that he was compelled into action. What is it that you want? Now, some of you, it may not be to be wealthy. That's okay. My question still remains, what is it that you want? that will compel you, that you will condition your mind, and it will compel you into action. Not just wishing for it, not just wanting, but doing something about it. After hitchhiking to Chicago in 1928, <laughs> everybody put that in the comments on 1928. Now we get to the meat of the story. 1928. S.B. Fuller held a variety of jobs, but mostly he sold. 
he sold life insurance until he discovered that he could earn more money peddling soap. Set Fuller, a local magazine, printed the names of Chicago's highest paid executives. In 1934, the president of Metro Metropolitan Life earned $50,000. A soap company, uh, on the other hand, the president of Lever Brothers, a soap company, made nine times as much. At that point, I quit selling insurance and I started selling soap. <laughs> so intense was Fuller's desire that he took his last few dollars, purchased a case of soap, and began selling toiletries door to door in depression-laden Chicago. So again, think about this. This is during the Great Depression. And this brother was paying attention. Everybody put in the console, paying attention. He said, I'm doing life insurance, but the top person in this industry in my city only made $50,000. But when I look at who the other people that made money, well, shoot, they made, what, nine times as much selling soap. So I guess I'm going to sell soap because I want to be rich. He sold soap for pennies of cake and pitched his products for as long as people would listen. Repetition is the mother of knowledge. Repetition is the mother of knowledge, he quipped. In 1935, Fuller boasted he will one day own his initial supplier, Boyer National Laboratories, who many times refused to give him credit. A decade later, he made good on his promise and bought the struggling company. During his years as a salesman and entrepreneur, Fuller gained the respect and admiration of his peers. By setting aside nearly every penny he earned, he managed to save $25,000. Now notice, I want you to notice, most of us nowadays are trying to borrow $25,000. This brother sold his way and saved $25,000. After the Great Depression. This is why I talk so much about wanting it too fast, and then now you are a servant to your lender. But this brother in 1928 saved, not borrowed, not went to the white banks, not went to the elite or whatever you want to call it. He saved $25,000 which he used as a springboard to buy other businesses and expand his empire. What was S.B. Fuller's secret? What power, known or unknown, allowed him to lead the masses? Everybody put in the comments on lead a crowd. To lead the masses of the impoverished and join the ranks of the wealthy in the teeth of a depression. Listen, as he unveils the key, I knew exactly what I wanted. I had to be a millionaire. With only a sixth grade education, Fuller began reading for self-development. Isn't this interesting? He said, well, I, you know, one thing that I'm going to do, I'm going to do what wealthy people do. Wealthy people focus on personal development. Now, what does this show and the book club do? We focus on personal development because we're going to do what the wealthy do. When you know that you don't know, you gotta read. When you know, when you know that you don't know, you've gotta read. Everybody put the comments on read. His favorite books were, were the Bible, 
Robert Collier's Secret of the Ages, which we're going to pick up. We're going to read what he read. And Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, which we're kind of reading now. <laughs> Dennis Kimbrough and Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. So this brother, back in 1928, with a sixth grade education, knew that in order for him to become what he wanted to be, which was a millionaire, he had to read. And he read these books, the Bible, Secret of the Ages, and Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. So the Bible, hopefully you'll read on your own. The Secret of the Ages, we're going to pick that book up in this. Uh, or part of this, because I'm so intrigued by S.B. Fuller and then Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Guess what we're reading now? Think and Grow Rich. Interesting, isn't it? Read. Now, one day, Fuller read a single fact that changed his outlook. Of the 4,043 millionaires in America then, 3,954 had not finished high school. This helped fuel his desire. If they can do it, I can do it. Everybody put it on, so if they can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. Good morning to you. Happy New Year, Lady Ray. If they can do it, I can do it. And I'm telling you, if Mr. S.B. Fuller can do it in 1928, I can do it in 2019, 20, in 2028. 100, almost 100. Listen, almost 100 years ago. If this does not inspire black folk, if this does not get black folk to get out of their own way and start doing the things that are necessary, the things that others have done to follow in their footsteps, to learn the skills and the techniques that they have done to, uh, to, to, to get to a level of success and prosperity, I don't know what will. Now, of course, they're not teaching this in black history about S.B. Fuller. I ain't never heard about this brother until I picked up this book. Now, oh, we're going to get into some stuff today. Within five years, Fuller had dozens of salespeople in a small factory. He bought real estate, a drug company, a department store, a string of theaters, and two black newspapers. Sounds like, like Magic Johnson kind of sort. And yes, he had become a millionaire. It is important to know that S.B. Fuller started life with few advantages. However, he chose a goal. Everybody put him down so choose a goal. He chose a goal and armed himself with an intense desire and set out to reach it. There is an immense difference between the chances of the man who begins with a thorough understanding of himself with a resolution to win at all costs and the individual who sets out with no particular purpose or ambition and no firm determination that he will reach his objective. There is all the difference in the world between the prospects of the man who has committed himself, everybody put it on, so commit myself, committed himself to his life's purpose without reservation, has burned all bridges behind him and has taken a secret oath to succeed, has vowed to see his proposition through to the end, no matter what sacrifices he must take, he must make, or how long it may take. And the man who wavers and goes about his objective haphazardly. Not everyone would care to be an S.B. Fuller or any of the achievers highlighted in this book. Not everyone would choose to pay the price of success. That's interesting to me. Because I realize that what we're doing, I realize that as we are forming this book club of achievers, this book club of people who are serious about success, I realize it's not for everyone. See, 
See, most people would rather complain about the people who have success rather than actually go through the process of having success themselves. So I realized I'm not talking to the masses. And I'm not talking to the masses of black folk this morning. Because not everyone would care. Not everyone was interested. Not everyone wants to pay the price of success. Too many, the riches of life are different. But the choice remains yours and yours alone. The choice remains yours and yours alone. The principle through which SB Fuller got his millions is still alive. It is available to you. Whether success to you means material rewards as it did to this penniless, uneducated black man or advancing in your chosen field, whatever it is that you choose will only come through intense desire. Intense desire. Complacency is the enemy of achievement. It makes all the difference in the world whether you undertake a proposition to win with clenched teeth and a resolute will, having prepared for it thoroughly and determined at the very outset to hit your mark, or whether you begin to your task with indecision and indifference. It is widely believed that the man who has the fortitude and the right mental attitude will, sooner or later, reach his objective. Now, have you knocked on the door named Desire? Will you accept the torch of opportunity? this great nation has to offer. Are you willing, great question to ask, are you willing to study the principles spelled out in Think and Grow Rich, a black choice? If your answer is yes, chances are this lesson is for you. That's my question to you this morning, beautiful people. Are you willing? And I want to tell you that we've got a group for those that are willing, those that are saying, I know I can't just do this by myself. I want to be in a place where people will hold me accountable. I want to get to a space of like-minded people because quite honestly, you don't find them everywhere. You don't find a group of like-minded people with serious biases everywhere. And that is the New Black Wall Street Book Club, the Black Billionaires Club. You can join today, $10 a month. Just inbox us, let us know that you're interested. I want to take this a step further though. Wanted to take this just to because I began to do some research. Everybody put it on some research. I began to look. I was like, okay, let me find out a little bit more about SB Fuller. So let me share some things that I found. Number one, I found that SB Fuller was the mentor to Joe Dudley, who is obviously the CEO of Dudley Q's products, a lot of hair care products, right? That are all over the world. And they got institutes where they have beauty supply stores and they teach people about that industry. He was the mentor to Joe Dudley. Matter of fact, so much so that Joe Dudley created a, a, a Fuller Dudley Mastermind Book Club. The same thing that I'm creating, that we are creating now, a New Black Wall Street Book Club. And what did they do at this, at this book club? They read together. And they extracted the, the, the keys to success out of the wonderful literature, the wisdom of the ages, which is exactly what we're doing, the New Black Wall Street Book Club. Matter of fact, let me share something else with you about S.B. Fuller that I found interesting. And here's from Black Entrepreneurs and Executive. Mr. S.B. Fuller, he grew up in poverty in Louisiana. As a young man, he began working as a door-to-door -door salesman, 
With only sixth grade education, he possessed great drive and a belief in his ability, abilities, which would help him to over, help him overcome virtually every obstacle placed in his path by racial discrimination. He became a sales leader in the cosmetics field. He started his first cosmetics company, the Fuller Products Company, in 1935. Everybody put on 1935. With $25. Now, what I want to do, I say, okay, in 1935, he had $25. Okay, how much would $25 be today? So I looked at the, uh, what do we call the inflation calculator. You can probably pick this up. And in, in 2018, the equivalent of $25 would be $459.93. So let's just say $500. So he started with $25. Well, in 2018, 2019, it says to us, we can get started with at least $500. Now, I want to take this a step further. I want to say, okay, well, if we understand that, then, hey, won't we work on saving at least $500 so we can go into business for ourselves? Now, here's the deal. I know some of you guys are like, well, I don't know. Well, here, you don't need to know what business just yet because you got to get to the $500 first. But then you begin to research and find out what's on the inside of you of where you want to go and where you want to get started with business. Let me add something else to you. Let me add something else to you for you. He was going door to door in 1935. Well, I decided for myself, I don't have to go door to door because of the power of the internet. I can go phone to phone. I can go PC to PC. I can find a way in your house by spreading my message and my products through this wonderful thing called the internet, e-commerce. I think that was Mr. S.B. Fuller would do in 2018. He wouldn't be going door to door. He may still do that, but he would definitely be utilizing the internet. How about you? I'm telling you, I'm so inspired by this brother. I'm glad I finally came across this story. Now, let me share something with you. In 1963, he was, uh, he was the first, uh, first black man to be a part of the National Association of Manufacturers. He was the first black member. Fuller stated this in 1963, that blacks would achieve success and prosperity if they worked harder and attained good education and show more initiative in the business enterprise. He said, man, if we just show, listen to what he said, Fuller claimed that even more than racial barriers, he was saying it wasn't, we focused too much on race. It was a lack of understanding of the capitalist system. Right? That keeps blacks from making economic progress. In an interview later that year, Fuller went on to claim that when blacks finally concentrate on self-development, which we were doing in the New Black Wall Street Book Club, when we finally concentrate on self-development so that we may excel in whatever we do, only then will we begin to see that we have no real problems. He claimed that blacks were left behind economically because why? They have nothing to sell. They have nothing to sell. Let me ask you this. If you find yourself having an economic personal problem today, do you have something to sell? You want to be this? You want to do that? You want to make more money and all this stuff? Economics. Do you have something to sell? Do you have a book to sell? Do you have a journal to sell? Do you have some makeup to sell? 
Do you have something to sell? This brother made this speech back in 1963. It is still relevant today. I want to encourage you. If he did it with $25 in 1937, tells us that we can do it with $500 a day. If he saved $25,000 in the 1930s or 40s and 50s, we can save our way to and not have to borrow. I'm telling you, so many guys focus so much on credit. You forget that back then, they couldn't focus on credit because they weren't getting approved. Right? It might be the easy way nowadays. But it's not the only way. Let me say that again. It might seem to be the easy way. But it's not the only way. I don't know what you might have learned today from the story of hearing about S.P. Fuller. I don't know if it's inspired you to go find out more about it. I went to go look for his book. That's how much his book going for. $75. Because it ain't that many copies. Where on earth was this brother in Black History Month 20 years ago when I needed to hear about a brother who went from nothing to something? And he sold his way out of poverty. He started learning and researching uh, of the people who were making it. And he followed their footsteps. Uh, he read books. New Black Wall Street Book Club. You can be a part of it. You can read right along with us. Yes, this is a public offering, but we do things in private as well. We got a private group. Last night, we met for our personal development mastermind session. On Thursday, we'll be meeting on our business development session. We'll be talking about how to find 100, 100 ways to find $100,000 to fund your business. My question to you, are you going to be in the room? Are you going to be one of the few who is learning what others refuse to learn? Who is getting access? What others refuse to do? Well, you can do that. Ten dollars a month to join the New Black Wall Street Book Club today. Well, guys, I told you I'm super pumped up. Didn't want to take up too much of your time. We got it in in 35 minutes. This is New Black Wall Street Book Club. Want to shout out again to ERGJ Black Bazaar, uh, our sponsor for today's episode with the Black History Activity Books. You can pick those up. Ten dollars. This one here is the Uncle Malcolm Activity Book at www.ergjblackbazaar.com, www.ergjblackbazaar.com. If you are a business, you want sponsorship through this show, you want to connect with conscious people because that's what we attract, make sure you inbox us and let us know about your business, and then we'll see if it's a good match. If you're an author and you wrote a quality book that's, that works for this, it's about personal development, self-development, and you're just having a hard time, people are not, uh, 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 you're having a hard time getting people to see the quality of your work. Well, hey, you want us to review your book and see if it's a good fit for what we do here? Make sure you inbox us and let us know, and we'll take a look at your book, see if it's going to be a good, good place for us to add into our rotation. Other than that, guys, I want you to remember this, that it takes a village, and it starts with us. Let's build together. We all we got, but guess what? That's enough. Hey, man, you guys have a wonderful day here on this wonderful Wisdom Wednesday. I hope to see you as a part of our new Black Wall Street Book Club and that you will join the club today. If interest, make sure you inbox us on Instagram and leave a message on YouTube. Inbox us at ERGJ Enterprise on Facebook, and we can get you in, in we can get you, we can get you into membership into the club 
We'll meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays right now. We'll be adding some other things along the way. Hey, you know what time it is? Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new. It's the new black Wall Street book club. Wall Street with your host, Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now, you ain't got to leave the computer. But we encourage you to get out there. I got you, Lady Ray. I hit you up. All the things you learn at the new black Wall Street. Book club. Book club. Yeah. New Black Wall Street. The new black Wall Street. Book club. Book club. Mm -hmm. 